We're off to the Let's races, go. boys. All right. Fuck yeah. Going? Welcome, welcome, sir, to Uncle Ted's cabin, Mr. Victor. Hey. Thank you, you guys for having me. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. I was listening to the uh, last week's episode, and there was a, an allusion to a special guest. So uh, I'm sorry to disappoint especially, everyone. Especially abled guest. You know? yeah, there you go. <laughs> It's not neoliberal hell. It's just me. <laughs> Unfortunate. Yeah, she canceled on us last minute, so we had to get you. She's like the Ethan Klein of <laughs> Dime she's, Square. She's now filing a lawsuit against me. Actually, oh, Jesus Christ. Also, speaking yeah, of I love, like, I uh, love that when people are like, "There's going to be a lawsuit." There's never going to be a lawsuit. If you say there's going to be a lawsuit, there's never going to be a lawsuit. <laughs> empty threats from empty heads, baby. <laughs> oh my god. The uh, most recent internet drama, or not internet drama, but just, I guess, like, uh, celebrity happenings I saw was when Donald Trump posted about uh, Diamond and Silk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because Diamond rip, passed away. Rip. Yo, and I shit you not. Oh, yeah. The oh, first seven, time dude. the first time I saw <laughs> that tweet or the truth, whatever he posted, I thought he was talking about his dogs. I thought he named his dogs Diamond and Silk, and I thought he was talking about, like, a little Yorkie or something. <laughs> the tragic passing of Diamond. Republicans everywhere lost a great Yorkie. I Her was... little heart <laughs> just gave out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. That, when I read that, I was like, "Is he talking about his dogs? Like, what the fuck?" They're gonna be she more had a like a big an, heart. <laughs> more out. like an English bulldog. I don't know my dog breeds well, but Yorkie does not describe neither Diamond nor Silk in my uh, <laughs> but, in my yeah, imagination. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just been a, it's been a fun day. Uh, woke up to uh, my my friend uh, Ass Parlor, um, who just restarted her account. But who knows? I I love that girl. I think she's she's super funny. Oh, and she hit me up and she's like, "Are you seeing what they're posting on their story?" And I just saw it and just couldn't stop laughing all day. Yeah. Um, that poor woman. I actually I uh, <laughs> I um well, I don't want to give too much away. But of course. I somebody somebody might have messaged Dan um, asking if he knew what the real estate woman's name is, mm. um, because I could get her in a lot of trouble, like in that auspice. But like realistically, I just <laughs> want to interview the poor woman and be like, "What the fuck were so you?" What's it like dealing with two angry yeah. hipsters? <laughs> it's just they're just so fucking retarded. Um, to like to think that to take a 24 hour notice clause and like misconstrue it as they're like we don't want to do business with you anymore I'm like do you have no say like what this is a person who's contracted by your landlord to work as an agent of your landlord yeah. to like they are the landlord ostensibly in this case and like well, the fact that you can't comprehend that just speaks volumes about you know the rest the, the entire rest of your body of work well let alone like posting it to your fucking like story on your like meme repost page to well, like need, essentially like sympathy. sick your fans on people right like, that's what it was for that's that's right. not for anything it was that was just to sick your fans on everybody like that has nothing to do with 
your weird or, orbiters or, who will or, fucking yeah. go to war for you. Or to just find that find that like a woe is me. I am probably gonna need money because we're being displaced. Oh, like that's I feel like that's the narrative. We're being displaced, unjustly displaced by our landlord who's selling the house and and now, and whatever. And the thing that like really kills me about it is like her you know her dad owns a fucking cosmetic dentistry operation like she yeah. studied abroad in paris Clearly like what like wealth, what yeah. like working class artist shit of like you being like this socialist like hassan piker like it's like hassan piker weebery i don't know what else to call it you know they're just like so fucking obsessed with like this like vosh Hassan socialism where it's just all you do is you, you just say the word and like n nothing yeah, it else matters. says the word and then like dunking on people on social media and that's kind of like right. all the ideology is summed up into it doesn't really have anything to do with they like have no idea what they're talking promoting about promoting the all, working class yeah. in any way <laughs> like, and, and the saddest part about like all of fashionable this, cape they can wear right well the saddest part about all this and this code ties back to the Andrew Callanan stuff too um, is, is just like nobody wants to learn you know everyone's already in their camps and it's just either they want to confirm their thing or like deny their thing. Yeah. And with that, I was at least like, I was wanting to see what information would come out over the course of like whatever days. And I had people being like, he raped 12 women or like, first it was like, whatever it was like, not like nine random DMS. And that turned into, he raped 12 women. And then that turned into, he raped 10 women. Cause why not just round up one, you know, it's yeah. nine, 10 sounds better. So, and then it's just like, it's all this crazy telephone shit. And then the same people, like when he does his apology, they're like, oh, he did such a great apology. He's going to be fine. Like he's, you know, really supporting. And it's just like, dude, like, what the fuck? It's the way back in, dude. It's the way back in. Right. And yeah. just everyone's brains have rotted, but I'm here for it. It's all a psyop, baby. Everything's a cool. distraction. And, did you, and did this you see? Is, well, this is, this is actually, so going back to, I did a lot of uh, uh, research for this podcast into simulation theory. Because I heard somebody's a fan of simulation theory. <laughs> Let's um, go. His ears, his, if you can't see his ears, but they went, they pointed up. Let's right. go. Well, so my, my okay, my my uh, my one question is right. You sincerely believe that humanity is gonna last long enough to make a fucking fo perfectly realistic simulation of everything? Because like I'm iffy on that. So you know? my my personal take on the simulation theory. Uh, is a bit more nuanced than the idea that an advanced species in a baseline reality is running computer sims. Like, that, okay. that is a lens that we can put on it because that's something that, like, our chimp brains can understand. Like, we have computers. We are flesh things. <clears throat> so for us to comprehend this, we have to kind of use video game terms like the atoms. Okay. The code is the atoms, which is why you can't walk through walls. Like that kind it's, of language yeah. we use is just because like we're limited as 3D as far as we know. But my take on it goes a bit further. It's a bit more nuanced. There's a lot of like, uh, you know, like quantum theory intermixed with a lot mm -hmm. of like religious doctrine. And it's there's kind of like a grand approach you know mathematics music frequency when you start breaking down the universe in a way in that way 
the term simulation really just kind of means that like what we're looking at isn't real. It's like what we're seeing, like we think we're touching a rock. We think we're breathing air, but it's okay. like we're in like some kind of holographic projection of pure energy. Maybe, you know, right. I'm kind of more of like the shared consciousness vibe. It might be a little woo woo. Um, but that's my okay. take on simulation. I'm I'm not super hip on like the 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 idea that we're literally in a computer. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's I easier think to that, conflate think, it with that. You know, right? Well, I, yeah, I think that people and people hear like Elon Musk, and they're like, oh, that because he's really smart, so he must know what he's talking about. And blah, blah, blah. Yeah, um, and he's also a I, plant, and he's also gonna say stuff like people think people at NASA are smart. You know, and right. they're they're obviously putting out like. We ju- America just stole Nazis in Operation Paperclip, and they formed NASA. Oh like, yeah, that just the that. Whole, sorry, the whole that just is what it is. is. Yeah, it's 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 wild. Um, but like, yeah, I think that I think because like what actually what I was really getting into was the uh, what's it called, um, the the recent Nobel Prize, mm-hmm. and the physicists just proved that the universe isn't locally real. And oh. so that, I think that goes back to like what you're saying, where like it, there is there is some kind of this is a projection of energy that we are like, it isn't is you know as yeah. solid or real as yeah. like everyone has this understanding of in our chimp brains or whatever. Have you um, ever? There's a super classic YouTube video called uh, "Imagining the Eleventh Dimension" or "Imagining the Tenth Dimension" or something like that, and it's a black and white like animated just like kind of 10 minute lecture and it takes you through like the first dimension just a point the second dimension just a line the third dimension you know you have forward back left right up and down you have the z-axis now and so we get to the fourth dimension is duration time so like i kind of see us as like fifth dimensional beings kind of experiencing like fourth dimensional cross sections of shit or excuse me the way they put it in that video is we're actually like possibly fourth dimensional beings as like time and, and duration is a dimension we can't yet perceive. We're experiencing three dimensional cross sections of our fourth dimensional selves. It's like if you were a two dimensional person, experience, okay. if you were a two dimension, two dimensional yeah, no, flat I love plane, this, I love this explanation, experiencing the ball, right? Yeah, so, no, I'm very familiar. Yeah. My understanding of this, however, was that we were three-dimensional beings, and because a a two-dimensional being could experience a three-dimensional space, but they would still only experience it in those two-dimensional slices individually. Right. So they so, would always think they're in a two-dimensional plane. Uh huh. But it, and so what I thought is that we were three-dimensional beings, <laughs> which is kind of what all the math is is, is pointing. Which is what I, I was looking into with this. Um, locally real thing it's basically saying that our universe they think is made up of uh, is it tetrahedrons which is just the triangle the mm-hmm. three-dimensional triangle so it's a bunch of tetrahedrons so it's all these three-dimensional triangles that are um assembled together like fractally so, yeah yeah fractally so we are three-dimensional beings and we can perceive the fourth dimension which is time but we can't perceive it other than this like individual slices which we right right you're exactly right yes that okay that's that's what i was getting at i'm i'm a little baked right now i was a little no no, no, okay yeah 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 but no we're stupid for any of this we're 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 speaking the same language you and i we're we're i'm picking up what you're putting down so i think what that means though is that because we are limited to the third dimension, our experience, 
but mm-hmm. we are experiencing these cross sections in a higher dimension. Mm-hmm. Maybe our beings it, go further than the fourth dimension into the fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. Maybe that we're only perceiving what is around us, you know, the, the, the dimensions mm-hmm. we can perceive and our durational cross sections, but the fifth and beyond, like, you know, we've talked about with secret societies and they do these rituals with checkerboard floors and they walk around three times. It's like those things might not be for this dimension. Like you could be affecting something in the fifth dimension by doing something a certain way. And so our energy goes beyond, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, no. I will actually, and this is the, the uh, uh, one of the most interesting things that I've wrestled with when it comes to the extra dimensional, um, these extra dimensional states or understanding is the extra dimensions counterintuitively, you'd think they'd be uh, outside or whatever of our universe, but all the math is saying that they're actually, it's like, they're smaller than, and it's, they're, yeah, they're, it's all whatever. So I could believe, um, cause I was doing all this research into the DMT state and like how you perceive yeah. things in the DMT state and with all the fractals and basically it's saying that like time and space gets warped to such a degree in the fourth dimension that, you know, moving a slight like inch in our reality is like miles and miles and miles of space in a fourth dimensional state. Exactly. Which right. is yeah. why everything shifts so much. And it's set. it's like these crazy mazes when you're on DMT and like, so mapping it is so much harder because it's so much more expansive than our minds could even comprehend. Yeah, and um, I, I personally believe that psychedelics of, you know, whether it be LSD, psilocybin, DMT, whatever, like, they allow you to kind of, like, peek behind the curtain, you know? Like, they, oh, don't, sure. they don't give you everything, but, like, I'm not one of those people that writes it off as just, like, a brain state, you know? Like, I think it's, like, we're tapping into, like, a higher consciousness, like, we're getting closer to something. Like, when you see those fractals, it's, like... That's literally the universe, pure energy. I mean, one of one of my things is that yeah. when I was a kid, I loved math and physics, and I got super into quantum physics, like in high school and college. And I was that kid that was like watching Neil deGrasse Tyson and how do wormholes work and shit like that. And then when I discovered ontological mathematics, it it kind of showed me that. Uh, it, it kind of breaks down the idea of like materialism versus that simulation we're talking about. So now we're getting into like, where does our energy come from? What is consciousness? Like, how does it extend into these other dimensions that you're right, are kind of superimposed where we're at right now? Like they're not yeah. these far off places. It's like there's higher levels of this shit that we don't know what the fuck's going on. And that's what, you know, we call metaphysical. So like, you know, with, with quantum, I think that's a way that like our chimp brains can understand materialism and like our third dimension, like what we can feel. But, uh, I'm really hip to the, the idea that we're just pure energy, man. Like all this is just light matrix, pure infinite, like infinite can exist in zero. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, 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 that's the reality of what it is, is all of this shit that we're looking at and we're surrounded by at the end of the day is these infinitely small particles that are vibrating together at like at certain, you know, frequencies or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but at, you know, everything is, is, there's nothing of 
like a, in a real true solid state. But that's the thing um, is that you said these these particles are vibrating. I would argue that like the particles aren't even there. Like that's what we see. That's what the double slit experiment, right? You know, the when they pass the photon through the double slits, we okay, see yeah, yeah. observer effect. So we see it and it looks like a particle, right? That's kind of like the video game rendering it. The video game map isn't all there. It's just locally rendering what you see. So when you're observing, your consciousness is observing, it becomes a particle. Observer effect. But it right. is pure energy. It's a wave when you don't look at it. So what the fuck is that? I mean, quantum and tells I, us that. Yeah. That's quantum. That's science. We and can't explain that. that's like... It's super specific to uh, super specific to um, consciousness and like yeah. and that phenomenon, and then and the, that one of the coolest things that I, I heard recently was that um, there's like the, the a chaos state basically. Mm -hmm. um, the universe is kind of constantly in a chaos state, and anytime it calms down enough, where the energy in the, the two sides because like the chaos state allows for a constant energy transfer between these two spheres and if there's ever a time where the energy transfer um calms down enough like that's what allows life to form and then facilitate the energy transfer that's needed for existence to to even like to to keep on um continuing and that's, like, that's the purpose of, yeah that that was like the theory of this guy's purpose of life and i was like holy shit like so that kind of we are meat batteries then we're just meat we're batteries. Kind of, yeah, at the, yeah at the end of the day like all just consciousness is like that's our only purpose is to just you know like eat and shit and like and keep on doing that but just to keep this energy transfer and these like super peaceful states uh continuing or else like the universe would fall apart because it can't be stagnant that's that's wild, wild as fuck that is damn i need to smoke another one to that <laughs> damn, so bro. yeah and then the other well then the other crazy thing is how i got interested in all this like uh quantum physics stuff uh mo more recently was when i i did dmt and i had a breakthrough yeah this is the first time i broke through and the entities um and this i guess it was it had to have been like two years ago at this point but the entities explained the whole thing about time, like how, you know, you're perceiving time, but like time doesn't have a beginning or an end mm -hmm. is the way that they explained it. And it's, you know, it's just all laid out and like everything that could happen has happened. And there's only one way, you know, in the reality that you're in that everything kind of can unfold. And that's just what it is. And so we, that's kind of like beings, a, a determinist kind of thing. Like we are in a certain there's infinity realities, but we are kind of experiencing this one and this is what we're right the reality we're cursed with dealing with right now right and, and there's and no there's there's um no amount of like free will yeah or or our exercise of free will because it comes down to like what is free will and like people are like oh it's my ability to go raise my left hand instead of my right and but you only you really responded that it, way because you asked them that question, though. You know exactly. When you really look into it, like your choices come down to a whole bunch of determining factors around you, and you only have but a couple limited options, if any. And then there's all this argument in your subconscious, where um, people are saying that your decisions are already subconsciously made even before you realize them. So, like your subconscious brain knows what it's going to do prior to your conscious brain knowing what it's going to do. Yeah. So, 
it's you know, self-programs. You've, you've, it's like self. Yeah, you've already made your decisions before you even comprehend them, and like that could be a function of the brain of just like this deterministic thing where it's like yeah. your brain is programmed to only do these these like it's it's mapped out already. It's already all mapped out. Yeah, no, um, that's uh, that's super sick. And another thing you touched on was the idea that time is infinite. Um, right. So Alistair or it's Crowley. Just all laid out. Yeah. Yeah. So Alistair I'm Crowley. I'm not sure if it's infinite or not. True. Or, I mean, like time could be infinite, but like the, our, I know our universe isn't infinite. So yeah. like whatever we're in, like that's not. But the, the the nature of time and also I think gravity too doesn't come from our realm. Sure. Sure. Which is wild. But anyway, Alistair Crowley, sorry. No, no, you're good. I'm sorry to interrupt, too. It's just you're spitting a lot of shit, and it's, like, firing me off, and it's, like, I'm loving... Oh, it's just my, my yeah, my ADHD. It's cool. Um, me, too. I Me, too. That's why I'm, like, oh, dude, actually... Uh, ADHD Haver podcast. Pretty much. Pretty much. No Ritalin. Uh, we are Adderall it's, haters it's here. Fun. Well, I mean, like, I've wanted to... So, that's a... I've wanted to have a podcast. So, thank you guys for having me on. Because yeah. I just... I have all this shit inside me that I just need to yell into the yes, universe. Sure, so, absolutely. this well, is a... This is an excellent opportunity for that. For sure. Um, but, yeah. So, I was I was saying... Oh, these entities. What they said, a crazy thing was... They're like, we knew that you were going to do the DMT at this time. So, like, that's why we showed up to tell you this. That's going to influence, like, what your, you know, journey is going to be. But it was already, like, it was always going to happen. It was always, like, going to be this way. But, like, they're, they were the extra dimensional beings yes. that you're communicating with. And they're like, we have the ability to slide around on the time scale. Yeah. Which is like that's what so like that's what a fourth dimensional being would be able to do is on a singular time scale, go to like any point on that time scale and then it branches out with like a fifth dimensional being being able to go to like the multiple. So they could yeah the no no video. no you're exactly right no 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 what that's super sick like trying to perceive you know what an entity might be like existing in these higher realms like that's so it's just wild. like that's how my monkey brain kind of yeah. like has to do it but like i fucking love that stuff and it was wild that a like a drug experience yeah you know yeah. kind of put, put me on this path which like i don't know I, I talked to like some other people about this stuff and i think there's like a certain kind of person that just like can't they're like i just can't even like comprehend that kind of stuff because it yeah. really doesn't make any sense Hi. whereas me i'm just like <laughs> yeah, lapping me. it I'm up like, uh, <laughs> yeah i'm like cool Sorry, man we, we, so can you... talk, we can talk about like titties and guns and stuff like you know, i'm I down for that this off. No, no, no. i definitely yeah, um i did i wanted to say one last thing though back to to yeah. the uh, the alistair crowley bit the the last thing to kind of tie all this together with the idea of infinities um a quote from mr crowley was uh once a man understands uh like one plus one equals zero or like something like that yeah one plus one equals zero then he mm -hmm. unlocks the secrets of the universe and what he meant by that was that like mathematically if you understand uh you know the concept of zero and one as a binary that that exists beyond a human construct and that exists beyond dimensions like just the idea of a first and second dimension you have to have a baseline one and two a zero and a one you have to have right like foundational principles so because we know math is a foundational principle zero is nothing so out of nothing you can have one and another way to write like one plus one is like one plus it's it's this whole weird thing that he does and it's one plus negative one 
Right. So you're adding two opposites together, right? So you have one plus negative one, one plus one, and it equals zero. You have two entities that equal out to zero. So within nothing, you can have everything. So that's kind of the whole argument behind Aunt Math and, and the whole simulation thing is that we can't know for certain any uh, other than you know, the idea of like these infinites happening. And so like you're saying, if there's infinite realities, there's infinite beings that can do infinite things that have infinite, you know, motivations. Some of them probably like DMT and show up and are cool. And those are the entities that come and talk to people. There's other ones that like Star Trek want to blow up planets and shit. And that probably happens. Like if there's infinity, like there's an infinity where like one of us was fucking Hitler. Like that's just that's that's a simple, like fact. And then yeah, of so by having infinite and that by the the fact of having infinite beings, then there would be beings that could travel yeah through these dimensions and mm -hmm. and which like so like it all has to exist, which yes. is even crazier because it's like here's a real mind fuck. It's like what do you think is more likely? Are they aliens that are contacting us, or are they like interdimensional beings? Remember that whole gray thing? Do you yeah. hear that argument mm -hmm. where people are like, "Oh, well, actually, they're humans from the future, and they're coming back in time, and they're like interacting with us." Yeah, because there's like not people from a had yeah. encounters with them who like where they said they said things like that, and they're like, "Oh, we're you from the future. We fucked our like genome up so bad that we like, can't reproduce, and we're fucked up all the time, and." So we're coming back and to we try need, and we need you for your cum. Yeah, we need, we need your cum so we can make more of you. <laughs> like, <laughs> is that where all the anal probes come from? Trying to make dudes come? They're repopulating that has us all to be in another it. dimension. It's all prostates. Yeah, it's all for milk. They don't have sex organs. And they're like, you know, they're like it's just quicker. They're like, the if we they're press this button, filling mason jars with anime figures in it. That's what they're, they're doing uh, with them. Oh my god! They're from the they're dimension. They're from the dimension where they saw American Pie, and they're like, oh, but only that one stiff. Or no, I'm sorry, Road Trip. Yeah. And only <laughs> one scene where Sean William Scott gets his prostate milked. God, I miss the '90s or the 2000s. Yeah, well, you Life could just make so much better than movies. Yeah. Well, the yeah. whole purpose of those movies, in their entirety, was just for uh, tits. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And like, for tits. Yeah. That's I mean, really, what it was is like you you just you couldn't see titties back then like the, the yeah. on the scale that you just can now and it was like uh, early clickbait almost yeah and also I mean, you gotta imagine it, those directors being like hey show some skin you know <laughs> yeah oh god pull them out <laughs> really j jiggle them around actually i think one of the last ones and what ironically one of the finest pairs of boobs i ever saw in the movie uh was the movie your highness do you have you seen that one? Yes. It was a uh, James Franco and whatever. Danny McBride. This, yeah. yeah, yeah, Danny McBride. And there's a scene. The guy Martiti is like this, like uh, mud. He like has this honey pot and he sticks his hands in. But there's a babe in there who has like the biggest, nicest tits I've ever seen on the silver <laughs> screen. And um, and uh, and it's a shame that those movies, you know, they don't need to. There's no need for them anymore. Which yeah. is a shame because that was that was a big thing that was propping up comedy. Uh, it's was all, yeah, the, it's all... the need for teenage boys to see nipples? Yeah, now it's all uh, now it's all cape movies and uh, agitprop, racial agitprop. Right, <laughs> that's what we get in the movie theaters nowadays. I haven't even seen Velma. I watched the reviews for Velma. I, they guys, were more guess entertaining what? Than Velma. 
I watched an episode. How no, was you it? Didn't. I made it through an episode and didn't shoot myself in the face. Okay. Fair it was enough. fucking terrible. It was. It is as bad as they say it is. Like it's everything is like, and it tr- it's like attempting to almost be self-aware by like the producer of the show wrote this whole thing where it was like, oh, it starts with a murder, and like they, it's just this. It feels like they were trying to act like they were self-aware, but it's so fucking bad it can't even do that right. Like it's right. They're like minors, yeah. and there's like a whole naked shower scene at the beginning of the show, and like Velma and Daphne are lesbians. And it just doesn't. Oh, they both are now. Yeah, they both are. It's not just Velma anymore. Oh, it's, it's Daphne is as well, and she Daphne's Asian. Um, they, they just yeah, they just changed like, all the races for like no good reason. They made Shaggy a simp <laughs> a, and a squid. He's like he hates weed, or is that? Yeah, he doesn't do. All he does is try to like get Velma to fall in love with him while she's rejecting and, his advances. And like, and she time. like laughs at him. She's like, "You yeah. fucking loser! Like, yeah, why would I ever like you?" I heard the characters are just very unlikable. And Fred is like effeminate and gay. And also there's at least a reference every 30 minutes to him having a small penis and being white. Uh, You know, it's like, it's wild, bro. It is Scooby-Doo talking about Fred Dong. Scooby-Doo isn't even in it. That's the biggest. I mean, that might might be the, the, um, the, the, uh, the initial biggest shame, but now they save Scooby from the, uh, the monstrosity they uh, put him down before they put out the show good yeah, exactly dude. they killed and a great dane they didn't want to subject him <laughs> to, to this uh this fucking this nonsense hannah barbera is rolling in his grave or <laughs> whichever whoever maybe it's two guys and you know what's know. funny too but like i love hearing the arguments like all the tinfoil hats are like they're only releasing velma and shit to distract us from joe biden's uh classified documents i'm like I'm pretty yeah. sure just retarded shit happens all the time. Like no matter yeah, what. I think dumb things just happen. Like yeah. I don't think it's as big of a psyop as anyone thinks it is, or they're trying to. Do you know how it. long it takes to develop a TV show? And like, a good I, time. I, you know, like I, there's no way you can't just whip it up and be like, oh, <laughs> Quick, he, his documents are out, and like whatever. Hit him with yeah. Velma. <laughs> yeah. Fucking the people who are like way too into political shit, um, are, are funny. They're almost as funny as I've been watching a lot of videos of people who um, think that they can communicate with their pets with those buttons on the ground. Oh, have you watched those? those videos? Yes. Yes. That's uh, one of my new joys in life. Uh, they got Sarah getting recommended to me on YouTube shorts. Yeah. And um, it is just fucking. It's so funny. It's so fucking funny. These people are so stupid. Well, it's like that it, quote of if you give a, a monkey a typewriter enough time, it'll write Shakespeare. You know, it's like how right. long are you filming your you dog before? Some buttons that give it only rewards. It's going to hit the buttons. Right. Well, I mean, it, 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 like, it, and it figures out. It knows like there's like treat and like want, yeah, and they'll like, put the yeah. two buttons right next to each other. So it'll be like, oh, want treat instead of like whatever else. And um, it's so funny. It's just so funny. And of course a dog, if it hits a certain button and goes for a walk, like that's a Pavlovian response. That doesn't mean your dog can fucking talk to you. (laughs) You know what I mean? But these people, they just, they want to believe. It's like the X-Files. And uh, I think, because like that's the scary part. So I watch those videos to remind my, to keep my like quantum ass in check. Yeah. (laughs) You can believe anything. Yeah. So watch out for whatever rabbit holes you do decide to fall into. And it's generally, as long as they're not asking for money or, you know, or for me to not talk to my family, I'm pretty much okay. Right. 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 Of course. Of course. 
but the internet's a fun magical wild place oh um, every day every day it gets better and better dude uh i love i love a good schizo and it's like you know chris chan uh, the original lol cow yeah. um which it is a, a a sad but also like just captivating story it's i fascinating. guess it's fucking yeah fascinating. A truly fascinating um that highlights the dangers of mental health uh going mm. unchecked i think there's like there's a, lot a lot of life, lessons there's a lot of yeah there's a lot of life a lot lessons of lessons we <laughs> learn um and and there's like a lot of people like that i i and i it's funny because like i like that shit and i guess the algorithm will occasionally just spit out a random uh schizo to me and didn't that yeah, happen forget, like th- that was right down the road from you wasn't it Oh yeah, well I grew up in the same area that Christian oh, no was in shit. high school in, in the same kind of time period. Uh, he Did was you probably ever see him in no, life? I didn't oh, see wow. him, but my buddy was I think a freshman while he was a senior at the same school, and his school wow. like I was like, you know, couple levels of separation away from Christian, which is hilarious to me. Yeah, <laughs> and I think my buddy man, my buddy was like the same kind of dude, like uh, very like very into LARP, like. Once he got older, he stayed that way. Like much like Chris did not grow up, you know. Okay. Um, and like they kind of were the same person almost. Very kind. Definitely Asperger's autistic, something like that. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think. You know? I, yeah, I don't think that Christian is like that big of an anomaly. I think yeah. you know what happened to him specifically with the targeted stuff for whatever reason. Um, I don't know. I I'm sure oh, there's. Not, I mean, there's a lot more like people like that online now. I mean, you look at there's Greg, people like that that at, don't post too. Like, there's people who just go about their normal day. They don't post. The thing with Chris, I think was that's that what it is. He is a poster. decided to put his life online, right? And then kept feeding the trolls. Like it, it became like a relationship because he didn't really have anyone in his life. So like it became this thing. It, there's a lot of people like that. Like Cobra is a fine example of the kind Taylor, of people. Taylor Lorenz is a great Taylor example. Lorenz, Taylor Lorenz is the example of somebody who does that, but is like has money and shit. It's very strange that she like yeah. does that. Like I started following her page, and I didn't think it was her. Oh, oh, she. I've talked to her a bunch. She told she follows me. That's one of the funniest things because like I have, I have, and I have to keep. I know she doesn't watch my confront stories. her about her parents. <laughs> so I'm, I'm well because like I wouldn't ever do that because it would just be like an instant block and like whatever. Right. So it's like one of those relationships that you have to tread so lightly on. Right. Right. Um. Because. You know, I want the inside scoop to a degree, or but like, yeah, but like, I don't. Outside of like, I would love to date her and be her living boyfriend. (laughs) Yes, Carrie Carrie can't hear that. (laughs) I would, I would would trade yourself an immunocompromised broad. You know what I'm saying? If, if I could shut in the same thing I'm doing now. You got to get that CIA right? box, bro. That, Come that on. Terminally, <laughs> terminally online shut-in fucking immunocompromised. It's, <laughs> it's, the, it's the ultimate I could save her. <laughs> I could fix her. Yes. You know? <laughs> um, and, uh, terminal, dude, she, just posted, dude. she posted something the other day um, that was what it was back because her being kicked off of twitter i think she's still off of twitter right i think so yeah I think, right yeah, i think so it has been a huge godsend for instagram because every fucking deranged thought that she has now goes on instagram and i don't think there's like a way back machine for instagram so we'll see it's yeah um, that's that, <laughs> some good stuff coming from her I mean, right she posts so, like she's a meme page admin it's so strange well she does she thinks she's a meme page she acts like she's a meme page admin I'm like you're a which journalist. is like you're like, a journalist <laughs> you work for the 
Washington Post or the New York did she work Washington? I think it's the Washington Post. I think it's WAPO. Yeah. Yeah. She works for the Washington Post. Like, what are you doing? Stop. And then (laughs) she posted. Um, she's like, what? Uh, what are like some small creators that are like cool and like interesting or like whatever? And also, she has thirty thousand followers on like that. Okay, she has like a very small number for you know what Taylor Lorenz is. Right. Or should be because I don't think anyone knew it was Taylor Lorenz until she started showing her face on that account. Yeah, that was because she lost all her other outlets, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now she's been posting. She doesn't have the same reach, but she's been posting like the same shit. Like, what are some small creators that are like cool, like whatever? But like, you know that like she's looking for some like fucked up. You know, she like wants to cancel somebody. Yeah. Like I yeah, don't. I truly don't believe. Um, and also I the, so because the following post after that was. Do you believe in mainstream media uh, such as the Washington Post, New York Times, and the Atlantic? I don't and know why like she yes would do that to no. herself. <laughs> I would not have But done here's that. the thing. So, like, I struggled all day not to answer the post, right? Because I was like, <laughs> I don't want to engage with her. I don't want to give too much away. Da, 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 da. I never gave her any suggestions for small creators. But I just wanted to see what the percentage was. Because the interesting thing and the point of this story is she only posted one response, Right. Which I I genuinely think she only got like one response to that question, <laughs> which is I didn't know you were the real Taylor Lorenz until like right now. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she like it's and she's like it's me Mario, which like you're not a gamer. Like <laughs> shut the fuck up. Like I whatever. Anyway, um, but like and then she had the 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 post after that was do you believe in the mainstream media? And when I clicked on it, it was a dead even sixty forty, which I interpret as. I was the tenth per- person to answer that poll. Yeah, like it's yeah. never going to split. Like it only divides up a certain number of ways. And as you get more votes, the percentages get more nuanced. Mm-hmm. You know, I highly doubt that I was just lucky enough to like be the sixtieth out of a hundred person to answer that. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Doesn't so, seem likely. Right. So like her engagement's down. She's all by herself in the apartment. She's got this sad life. She's got nothing to write about because all her sources are gone. Like, and I think she's just like she's wrote herself into a corner. Mm-hmm. Um, and and now is the perfect time for me to to move up to New York and move in with her and fix her. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. Um, I hope she hears this. <laughs> yeah, I hope no, she does. Baby, baby listen. She's baby, a patron. Baby. I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure she's a patron. Yeah, pretty baby, sure. listen. <laughs> Listen, I the can love you in ways. The last thing we need, though, is, is a fucking Taylor Lorenz article about this problematic podcast. <laughs> Trying to dox me, and I'm yeah. like, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't understand. Like, yeah. <laughs> That would, I mean, that would be so fun. That would be so funny if she did try and cancel somebody, and they were like, "No, I just I wanted your attention because I fucking love you so much." I only said those slurs because I care about. You. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she's just yeah. She's all she she's perfect for me. <laughs> Well, um, that was all just cries for attention, babe. No, that was. I'm a changed uh, man now. I'm not like that. I'm not really like. I'm her. not really. That's not really me. They're, you know, when they say there's something in the water in New York City, I, I gotta believe it because like, <laughs> it's, it's just people. It's like neoliberal hell, like people like that, and then like, you know, I, um, when I got in, like involved in like the dime square film scene accidentally just from shit posting <laughs> and all these people ended up being like real filmmakers or they're, they're trying to do something and they're like what are you doing i'm like nothing <laughs> like what what do you mean like what am i doing with my life nothing i'm pretty set 
hanging out, you know, skating. I've got, <laughs> yeah, I've got like food, shelter. Yeah, I'm gonna get back into skateboarding, and uh, I really kind of want to start a podcast to scream at the world, stuff. but like, but it's not really working out because no one wants to record with me, or the people. I shouldn't say that the people that I I I'm like trying to formulate in my mind the perfect podcast like roster, mm-hmm. and I re- I wanted Ass Parlor, and I also wanted the uh, uh, my buddy Coer. Mm-hmm. uh mdr who like runs that great aggregate page okay. who's like a graffiti writer nice um and he's he's just super cool i'm like the two of you like whatever we could do it guys but you know it's yet to, it's yet to happen i'm still i'm still bugging them right because we'll keep you know, bugging them man it's just one yeah, of those I'm trying. yeah i'm trying to i'm trying to build the empire i want to build it is a wash in a sea of content and a lot of it's the, uh, well, I mean, that's well, that's I actually so it's very funny. I, I, uh, I, because I, I don't think most people should do podcasts. I think True. if you're like, if you're like me, who can like spit out shit for an hour, like any given day, like this is all unrehearsed. Like, I had like two things I kind of wanted to talk about, but like, I'm just going off the dome because like mm-hmm. I'm just a taka, you know, I'm just a Jewish guy that likes to talk. So but there are some people that like can't do it or like the worst is if people try and do it impressions and they can't and it's terrible and it's like <laughs> just like stop please um but like if they're trying to do like meat wad or something yeah it's, and it's like a really bad meat wad and, and they but they swear it's good and everyone's just trying to trying to appease them to move on or like to like when i did donald trump at the beginning of the episode <laughs> I, I uh you know well listen i'll just fuck it with you yeah there's there's a little sprinkled in is is here and fine just but pulling it out of your ass for no reason right but i bring that up to there was there was something that i saw today which was maybe one of the best podcasts that i've ever heard that like wasn't released and i forget it was just like a random meme page yeah but they had uh they had like a whole rick and morty bit about justin Roiland like raping um a bunch of minors yes. which was like but dead on so good like the like it was so good and like if you're like that like they were like oh we can't release it because we might get canceled i'm like fuck you go for it like yeah if i could do that with my voice are be you kidding me i would already be on top of the comedy scene i would well, move to new york and had fucked up opinions because <laughs> i'd be drinking the water and eating you gotta my sell out man you gotta sell out everybody sells out at some point soon enough eventually well it's not it's a combination of selling out and also stealing the right idea because you're never gonna you're never gonna have the right idea so you have to like rip it off of some like uh really autistic genius who's never gonna do anything with it anyways <laughs> and then only other autistic people figured out like 20 years later and like hey wait that song sounds exactly like this small guy that never took off with his career huh how come that is yeah it's like business baby business so so attention seeking women we were talking about with taylor Lorenz, right well oh, i've yeah. got i've got a i've got a hot one off the presses today so i'm gonna do a little screen share here and you guys can check this out to give give me your thoughts on this once we finish watching it here. Can oh, you see my, you see my screen? <laughs> you see my screen here. So I, I know that bitch. Is there any audio? It's playing. It might be a little quiet. There's not really any talking going on or anything. So this is like right before she, she, that wait, arrest. She's picture. not. She's not. She's nonverbal autistic, right? No, oh no, she can, she can talk. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it would be funnier though. If she was. <laughs> if she was like a handicapped. They're just like shoving her, her out there. Her mom was still doing the thing. Yeah. Like, Come on, baby, go. 
Clement this James is bad. Clement all James being bad. like posed, like the, the whole posing for the photos and stuff. Oh and yeah, then they started doing the walk. Like this is so, this is how I am just smiling. Look at him smiling there. Yeah. So so that's kind of a lot of thing we talk about a lot on here is like the the green push that's happening. Um, like we, a couple episodes ago, we had the debit cards. You know that kind of stuff. There's a lot going on with that, and it's very very funny to watch because they can't even like they couldn't even they're not even like tight enough in their op to make sure like this didn't get out yeah you know what i'm saying like they're doing like staged kind of photo psyop things i don't know like vic do you think the changeover and the switch to like green energy and shit do you think that's like people actually wanting to save the planet or do you think it's just kind of like i my what i gather from it is i think corporate greed has like figured out kind of a new outlet for itself i guess and okay. like they're like we can make more money and it's more sustainable like doing these kind of shitty things to trigger human activity into one place what, you know? what do you mean what do you mean triggering human activity into one so, place trying to shove us into these like line cities and like essentially oh, draw okay. down human activity and put us in a state of exception kind of like with the world economic forum with the great reset and all that stuff like you will okay. own nothing and you will be happy so yeah so as a representative of uh they which is the jews right i'm jewish so i'm going to speak for uh, the shadow people that are controlling everything um i think that um no i i think that i think it's honestly it's a problem so here's the thing and this is something that i i find very interesting we are living in the the uh era right that that the the uh, most amount of people are going to be living in for the foreseeable future right People aren't having babies. The population's declining. Okay. So I think that for like these compact cities or whatever, it's like, they're almost planning for a problem. That's not going to happen. It's like the fucking nineties crime wave that like never appeared. And that's why we had to get tough on crime and, and do all these laws and whatever. And I think that people see like the trajectory of like, Oh, there's people and like, we need to like, whatever. So they're creating all these solutions to problems that in like 20 and 50 years are going to be so vastly different because mm. there's going to be an aging population of, um, you know, like older people. And, and maybe this is the only way, honestly, maybe like they, they actually are planning for it because what do you do when there's like, you know, a, like a billion or 2 billion of the people are like 70 and like only a billion are like, under 70 or you know what i mean like mm -hmm. there's like two elderly people and like elderly people need a lot of care it's a step like, into, it into becoming the grays right yeah and i think there, there absolutely is a huge financial incentive especially for people that don't have children because they're gonna need to be cared for and if they're not being you know like that the, the having a family mitigates a huge amount of that cost right mm -hmm. which is something i always complain to about carrie because she doesn't want kids and I'm like, well, that's fine. And like, whatever, I'm just, when we're old, you know, like what's going to happen to us? Like, I'm like, I start thinking about that stuff. Cause I'm like, we're just gonna, like, are we going to be able to pay to live in like some retirement community until we die kind of, or like, you know, like what, like, what do we even want? And yeah. to just like, think about that. I, cause I don't think people really think about like the, the, the 50 years, at least like rationally or realistically sometimes. And it's like, we're all going to be old and there's going to be, you know, like one like young person to every four old people. I don't know what the exact numbers are. I'm pulling all this shit out of my ass, but <laughs> it, it's good. There's going to be an inverse and it's going to be a huge fucking problem. 
And if you need to like herd everyone into fucking box cities where nobody owns anything because, you know, like we fucked up social security and retirement and like this is the only um, solution, I think what's going to happen in conjunction with all this World Economic Forum is the younger generation of people who is a little bit more socially conscious um, will push towards socialism a little bit more and like got more government assistance once they like really need it, you know, and their voting age. Right. I think that'll be a thing. Um, But like, I I don't know. I don't like, I don't think there's a nefarious plan per se. Like, I don't think these people are like, how can we, you know, control people and they're saying it with like an evil spark in their eye. Sincerely. I think they're rationalizing their actions as evil as they could be. And as many people could die. There's the perception that they are evil amongst everybody. They're just nerds. It's it's like, it's, they're just nerds that want to control the world. There's no, there's like the, the problem in life is there isn't really good and bad answers. There's just like worse and less worse, you know? And like, (laughs) if you want to do the least damage, like that's very hard to do on a, a, a massive scale. So, um, you know, like it depends if if it takes a couple people to like run the world and like that's just the way it like always is and all the way it has to be. Like, I wonder what it would look like if we ever did overthrow them or like how much chaos there would be. You and know, see, that's where like I divulge on that path because where I'm or diver, diverge on that path because I'm like I don't think an overthrow would ever happen. I don't think you. I think things systematically in the way that like entertainment is and like society as a whole and like the internet separating us all uh, yeah like, we're locked in we you could never get people organized enough to actually do something like that well i mean but this is all we want too you know to yeah. start the, yeah, the exactly. average person doesn't the even want freedom they yeah, just the want creature it. comfort yeah. yeah yeah i feel that no i did i just think it's interesting to see like the full court press sometimes or at least that's the way i perceive it with like all this all these shifts and things and then they're doing stuff with culture like there's this show that came out right it's called milf manor you guys heard of this what no but where do i sign up <coughs> i got I so milf manor is a reality show on tlc and, and i think i don't know if like reality shows have just gotten to a point where um we we've trolled the bottom of the barrel but this is a show where men come in to date and find milfs um there was a twist that was revealed though so um, they have penises <laughs> they all have penises <laughs> everybody wait really no no <laughs> damn i thought i had that one uh are you sharing your audio i don't think you are is it not doing the audio god no. damn it when you share your screen you got to click that little button Oh God! Hang on, let me reset it. Hang on, technical hang on, hang on. difficulties. Yeah, scroll back for the sorry, milfs, please. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I just I, I fucked I fucked up the conspiracy question so bad too. No, no, no. We, I could I could have been like, yeah, well. No, those honestly, goddamn, those goddamn. I, I like your take though, because it it really oh, does seem like it is the logical conclusion to like a technocratic society. Like it's just it's the well, uh, it's deterministic in itself. It, it, it goes back to um, I think it was, it was Destiny that asked this very interesting question um, that kind of made me think. It's like if you could live in a society where everybody's needs were taken care of, right, and that like to a, a pretty good extent, like there was no homelessness or whatever, but like a king ruled over it, you know, yeah. and like his son was, but they did a good enough job where everything was like. Like everyone was taken care of and it was good. Would you rather live in that society or one where like everyone got like a vote, but it was like considerably more fucked up? 
mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, it just, it's an interesting question. And it's like one of those things where it's like, you know, communism is a great idea, but it doesn't seem to scale to like a, na- a national level right? Yeah. in the same way that like capitalism does. Sure. And I, I think it's because us as humans, like capitalism is like a very basic concept where it's like, I give A and I get B, mm-hmm. you know, and like, that's it. It's like the dog and with I, the buttons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. I mean, kind, kind of, because we are kind of, you know, we are very simple and lizard brained in that way. That's right. And I think that like there, there, there obviously there, there, there has to be a better system than capitalism, right? Sure. There, like there has to be, whether it's naturally. like, but like, whether it's like I give A for B because like C and D are already there, you know, like there's, there's more ways to think about it than just like this basic thing that's been it's like what I say about like the 12 step program. Like, so you created something in 1930 and it's just, it's, it was perfect then. And like, it never needs to be expounded upon since then. Right. Okay. Give me a fucking break. That's why only 3% of people like it works for, you know what right. I mean? True. And I think capitalism is the same way. We've been doing this since the dawn of man, right? Mm-hmm. This is like the oldest institution, older than democracy, like bartering trade, whatever, mm-hmm. but like that's capitalism, right? Sure. To an extent. Mm-hmm. So, like, probably the oldest thing that we figured out. I don't have X. This person has X. I have Y. This person doesn't have Y. Boop, boop. Capitalism. So, like, as the society's got more complex, like, that idea, like, the basic idea, it got, like, it got, like, uh, weirdly, like, uh, algorithmized by, like, Wall Street and shit. And there's, like, mm-hmm. crazy ways to, like, generate money at now that, like, you wouldn't have ever thought. And they're right. not even real. Because money isn't even real anymore, to an right. extent. Yeah, and that's the other thing too. Is we, ours, yes. Yeah, we've. Well, I mean, we've taken like all the like. I guess that's what it comes down to is we've taken like the barter system, where these things have value. We've placed all the value in the, this third arbitrary thing. Like, I guess that is the next step. Money would be the next evolution yeah. from bartering. Right. So you have and but like the problem is now all the values in this thing, and we got to protect the value in this thing because like it allows everything else to happen. It's almost it actually almost like seems like a step backwards. You'd want right. to like uh diversify um diversify failure points. Well, it's but like with most we, things, it sounds good on paper, but you're always going to have bad actors through history come yeah. through in co-op systems. I mean, humans are good sure. at finding those loopholes. Right. Yeah. And I think also it's been around for such a long time too that we we're so good at the system now or you can at least about it. exploiting it. Yeah. Right. And I think that you saw I think the the biggest um the biggest argument for the need for regulation in capitalism is the crypto or was the crypto market. I mean yeah, if you look at that and you're that. like, "Oh, yeah, look at this look at the free market guys. Look at what it does. It's just all fucking scams and bullshit." You know, there's I mean? people just still like shilling crypto right now, which is crazy to me. Like that anyone would still touch I, it after I heard all this B- shit. Bitcoin went up a little bit. I mean, I still think it's going to be a thing. You know, but I also I I wonder um, when the U.S. decides to digitize the dollar. Yeah. You know, how well Bitcoin's going to actually stack up against that. I wonder that might cause the flood to Bitcoin. You know, that might cause like a like a whole. Holy shit. Well, unless they introduce like that's the only way you can buy drugs ever again. (laughs) Okay, that's really that's what cash facilitates is an underground economy of people who want to do vices, basically. It's yeah. for sex. It's for sex stuff, and it's for drugs. And it's also right. for services 
other services sure. under the table. Well, you need to allow local economies, and that's kind of like true. where you were saying communism doesn't scale. I mean, there's a lot of shit like local economies. I mean, they've done studies like in in certain neighborhoods, a same dollar will get passed around between thirteen people, and in other neighborhoods, it go it gets passed between two people and goes straight in a bank, and no one ever sees it again. And hmm. it's it's money hoarding. So like you can look at like okay. pockets of wealth inequality based on like how you're passing this money around. And so that becomes like its own little black market in itself of like, hey, I need my hedges trimmed. The little old lady up the road, she's gonna slip me a twenty. She's not sucking my cock. Like you know, you need to. You also need to allow for just basic human freedom. And that's gotcha. where like the 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 abuse really like sucks. Where it's like now you're gonna start taxing me on 600 plus on my Venmo? Like, dude, I've fixed fences. Like, what if I make 800 bucks? You're going to try to take some shit from me for my side job that I'm trying to feed, you right. know, my dog? Like, what the fuck? Well, I, I, think, I think the biggest flaw in our current tax system is uh, the, uh, the capital gains and the labor tax needs to be inverted, or income tax needs to be inversed. Mm -hmm. uh, the fact that capital gains is taxed lower than income tax is insane to me. Crazy um, take. I there think, needs to be I, no I think, income tax. I mean, I think that income tax facilitates some stuff. And I think if... if Not anymore. You, it, mean, none of our money, all of our tax money goes to the debt. It's all made up. None of our money I mean, pays for the roads. None of our money pays for the schools. That's why they're all failing. But like, then, then if we, but then if we're forced into servicing debt, then we're forced into servicing. You can't just stop. I mean, like, I guess we have a bunch of nukes, and we can say "fuck you." We're not going to pay you. But like that, the yeah. repercussions of that would be like so insane. Well, so it's like if we have to service the debt because it's kind of like what every country does and like this is the ultimate failing of capitalism i think because you can't yeah. keep on doing this forever right. it's right. got yeah. to end There's, it's going to something's going to one of the legs on the table is going to snap right point. and it's just like oh we got it propped and taped and it's all good now but it's like you know like it, it's coming and yeah. i i think that like there whether it's going to be another great depression that kind of like resets a bunch of like the value of things and like whatever or a natural disaster or a combination of both who the fuck knows well man? and that's where my conspiratorial brain kicks in because you sit here at davos and you watch these guys and they are talking about a cyber attack they will not stop fucking talking about this global level cyber attack they've been talking about it all fucking week it's like the headline thing of everything they talk about Okay. And so they did the same thing with the fucking like pandemic before it happened. They were sitting there. They had event 201. They did all that shit. War gamed it all. They've been war gaming the fuck out of this shit. So like, I'm thinking the next fucking big thing is some kind of cyber attack they can blame on like fucking Russia or something. Whatever you you name it. Insert country here. Okay. And bring things down so that they can restructure things here. Because once it's all been brought to zero, like, and we're seeing a lot of these like. Oh, so like people attacking like, grids and shit. Like it's it just like artificially kick off the next Great Depression. Yeah, essentially. I mean, I don't know why they would like whatever. Well, yeah, if their money laundering schemes continue to fail, if they yeah, keep I kicking wonder, the can, I, mean, I wonder. Yeah, I wonder. Um, I because there has to be another. There has to be another depression. Like there, it just it's a cyclical nature. Like they another somehow, depression has to come. It should have happened back in like, uh, like March. Of it should have happened. No, in 08, they bailed him out. That actually happened. But the one that should have happened was like 2020, like when the COVID. Oh, was okay. Started. It should and have happened. Why we're, see we're dealing with the inflation. And they fucking ba they bailed him the fuck out again, like very quietly. There was a law sign where they took a fuckload of our money 
and kicked it to all those fucking dudes. Not to mention, like, the upward transfer of wealth with, like, the PPP loans and all that fucking yeah. shit. Yeah. Like, there was an insane... It was... That was actually probably one of the largest heists in fucking American history. Yeah. Like, corporate heists. Like, they got everything. It's it's like what they do globally with, like, the Phoenix program of destroying countries, coming in, sucking everything up, pennies on the dollar after it's all been devastated, and then rebuilding, quote-unquote, you know? It's they That's the game plan every time. It's like a tried-and-true thing since Vietnam For sure. really developed, you know? I think one one the... um. What was I going to say? Oh, with, with them, uh, everybody working from home now, right? Because yeah. I think one one of the uh, the biggest um, the biggest things that'll kick off a crisis in America, at least, is the um, collateralized CMBS loans. Um, so basically, every office building, as well as like every every commercial property, but you have office buildings and then you also have like a lot of those like strip malls and malls and like whatever, every commercial property. Yeah. The way that those are valued, they're not just valued on the, uh, the, the building itself, which is actually it, that that depreciates um, a little bit as time goes on, but it's valued um, with like the physical structure depreciates, but then whatever, like it, it you still make more money holding on to real estate, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's also valued with all of the leases that they have signed. So if I'm a business and I sign a 10 year lease, then so I, I owe X to like this person, right? The next time, cause none of those are funded directly, right? So they're mm -hmm. all, you take a loan out, you take a, a, a commercially backed mortgage out to buy a building. And I go to buy the building. I'm like, Oh, I got this tenant, this tenant, this tenant. And like, they're going to pay me X number of dollars. So like the building is valued at this much, right? So they're typically, I think they're like 10 year balloon payment loan. So every 10 years I go and I refinance this road. I, I refinance this building. I refinance this building every 10 years and just kick the can down the road. And as I'm doing that, the price of real estate's going up. And so I'm like, oh, now it's valued at X. Now it's valued at X, but it's all, it's not just, it's like not the building, which is like actually kind of falling apart, but it's all these tenants that I have that are like creating all this value for the building, which I'm then borrowing all this money and just turning it into profit basically because I'm not really reinvesting that much into the building. Right. So you have all these loans, right? And then you have everybody no longer needs to go to an office building to work and nobody needs to go to a strip mall to buy stuff and nobody needs to go to the mall to buy stuff. So all these right. malls are closing, right? And there's no need for this shit anymore, right? So you have all these loans and like I'm wondering when that bubble is going to burst. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think they forced everyone to go back to work so hard or they pushed it so hard because a lot of the landlords realized, hey, if I can't yeah. like, fuck yeah. up, <laughs> the scheme's about to fuck yeah. up, dude. <laughs> and like it doesn't affect like the major companies because the first thing a major company will do is they'll go out and they'll buy their own campus, you yeah. know, and they'll like create their own like little whatever thing, their, their own office. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And they'll finance that and whatever. But they do this, but they do the same thing, right? Right. With their little towns, because they because it's a huge money maker, because you can just say it's valued at whatever the fuck you want. It's you know, and as long as like the payments keep on rolling and everything's fine, and right. but like once these payments like cut out or like oh hey we don't need all this commercial real estate space, and I think these loans have been valued overvalued for such a long time, and and then also the same thing happened with the, um the housing debt where it's all these all this debt is then. Uh, packaged into like one giant yeah. package and then Compiled, sold off. Yeah. So like when you have a mm -hmm. enough of these strip malls defaulting or like getting like you know destroyed whatever, I wonder when that um that bubble is going to burst. 
yeah and how, what, what kind of damage it's going to do because well, yeah, I, I, I i've heard some crazy shit check it out in the industry we are right at about an hour do you guys oh, want fuck. to uh maybe do a patreon episode we can keep talking and yeah keep talking yeah. about yeah. Mil- I, I mil- hop up and, and take a piss and stuff and yeah hell yeah yeah let's do that okay. well sweet. for sure let's um let's go ahead and hop on over to the patreon yeah we'll continue yeah, here right. momentarily all right sick